Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Man. Shit is crazy, y'all. What am I gonna do? I gotta find a new job. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, and on today's podcast, we take a look at service industry abroad. I am joined by my good friend, Danny DeVillo. Hey, Marlon. How are we today? I am well, thank you. How are you? Excellent. You took a trip abroad recently. I did. I did. Let's see. You went to London, Paris, and Venice, correct? Yes, I did. Nice. Nice. You took your daughter. Mm-hmm. Great trip. Daddy-daughter trips are always amazing. I can't complain at all. <laughs> so we're going to take a look at, I'm, in, I'm interested in what your thoughts are on the restaurant industry while you were there. So let's start with your first trip was to London, your first stop. Mm-hmm. And do, uh, which airport did you go into? Heathrow. Did you do any uh, eats there? I didn't eat in the airport. Um no, as soon as I got there, I actually, I waited around for like two hours because my parents came and joined us too. My oh, mom so, and my stepdad. So okay. uh, I kind of explored the airport a little bit, but uh, no, we didn't sit at any restaurants or anything. We just grabbed like snacks, nothing crazy. Okay, cool. Because I've also been to London as recently as last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we have that in common. So I'm curious to know how that went for you. And uh, how many days did you spend there? Uh, a total of five or six it was six days total i did four days on the first initial four days and then and four days in paris three days in venice and then two more days back in london before we left okay nice nice that sounds like a good time so first day i'm thinking you stayed uh did you stay in a hotel or be airbnb i stayed at an airbnb okay so i can imagine you did a fair amount of cooking i did Mm-hmm. Did you guys go out to dinner at all? I did. I went. I went to. I made it a point to go to a dinner in every place we stayed at. Fantastic. That's yeah. good news. Yeah. So, what do you remember the name of the place? 
Uh, actually, in London, we stayed at a little place in Chinatown. Okay. I mean, we, we ate at a little place in Chinatown. Um, I don't remember the name, but... <clears throat> Do you feel like it was uh, a fancy place or just a it was, casual? It was a... Uh, casual upscale? Yeah, because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like your, your, your normal... Uh, it was a nice sit-down Chinese restaurant. It okay. wasn't like a... Um, was it like a takeout? Yeah, it wasn't or easy like, like a takeout. Yeah, like where you're just gonna come in and grab the food and kind of leave, kind of thing. Um, we did do that for like fish and chips. Okay. I wanted to have fish and chips in London, so we did that at like a little takeout kind of thing, and it was amazing. And it was right by where we were staying at. Um, the Chinese food was good. It was a little, you know, they they use a little more. They use different ingredients. I feel like in abroad than we use. Um, but everything was fine. I mean, everything was pretty normal. Service wise, it was. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Did you did you have to make a reservation? No. Okay, so it was just walk in. Mm -hmm. Was it crowd? Was it busy? No. Um, there was a small way. I think we had to wait like five minutes. Okay, weekend or weekday? It was. It was a Thursday. Okay, so towards the end of the the uh, week, and you waited a short five minutes, and you got seated. Mm-hmm. So, the maitre d or the wait, the hostess. Yeah, was she pleasant? Of course, yeah, okay. very nice. Nice. Um, and then uh, we sat down, and then uh, we had somebody greet us. Uh, they were quite pleasant. I'm not. I don't think they were our server though. They okay. just kind of greeted us, grabbed us water and stuff, and then the the server came over. Okay, kind of like a back waiter person mm -hmm. type of. Thing. But it was a small place. I'm guessing it's like it was definitely like a mom and pops kind of place. Okay. Um, what I'm always interested in, especially when I, I wait on people from Europe, mm -hmm. is I seem to I feel like they have a different clock in their they do. head. So how did that how did that occur for you as um, uh, as a patron? It was it was fine because I was on vacation. Um, but okay, that makes sense. Um, but yes, yeah, service is a lot slower there. I I mean, from every perspective, even when we'll, we'll talk about Paris and Venice, mm -hmm. um, service is a lot slower there. Yeah. Um, but in a good way. Like it's not you know you you eat like you you they don't take your order slow or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just the, the the rate that the food comes out or whatever, and then and how how much they touch the table. They don't touch the table as much as I feel like we do at home or we're supposed to do. Understood. Um, or what people feel like. And people are less needy too. <laughs> Maybe because they know that they're gonna have to wait regardless. I don't know, but they're just they were less needy than I feel like in the, in the states. Everybody here is moving so fast. Mm -hmm. um, there it was more, you know, it was it was chill. Um, we got our we got an appetizer. We got um, we got an appetizer. Our food came maybe like ten minutes after. And everything just kind of flowed the way it should. Um, it takes a little while to get your check. Okay. Uh, I feel like um, Europeans, they they take the service in chunks. Yeah. So, for instance, when they sit down, they almost don't need you there right away because they're, they're intent on gathering all the information. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to know what they're going to eat before, before they figure out what they want to drink. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they order two drinks at the same time. <laughs> They'll have a beer and then a martini and then, a, uh, you know, and sometimes they even say, and then after that I'll have a, a, a 
you know, a bottle of this wine. Yeah. And then you're pretty much meant to go away. Yeah. And for the next chunk. Exactly. You know? Well, because I think now that you say that, that makes perfect sense because you should order like that because that's how they, that's how long they take it between them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, Americans, they, <coughs> you're, you're right. It, 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 it feels a little bit needy where it's, uh, oh, we're ready to order. What would you like? Oh, I don't know. Or, yeah. you know, and they, or they'll, they'll bits and pieces you to, you know, to death where they give you one piece of information. You come back, they give you another bit. You come back, they give you another bit. And um, that is the one thing I do like when people come from abroad to the States and we're waiting on them is that, you know. You initially say, hey, need a little time? And they'll be like, yes, I need a little time, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. And you want to give them that time. Yeah. And when you come back to the table, they're ready to order. Okay. Yeah. Um, and everything. Everything. They're ready and to order. almost for everybody, too. Yeah. For everybody and everything, they'll order everything usually. It's not – I mean, some people might have a question about what they're torn between, but mm-hmm. that's pretty normal. But for the most part, they'll order everything. And then – and like in America, nobody wants to have the same dish. They'll order all the same thing. True. <laughs> True. I, I really feel that it's beneficial when you travel and have these experiences as a server. You end up feeling more knowledgeable about how to serve yeah. guests from other countries. You know, especially if you've visited that country, mm-hmm. that is. So, yeah, that's um, it's very helpful. And uh, what was the general attitude uh, towards you as an American sitting down in the, the uh, Chinese restaurant in London? Uh, I think everything was fine. Just I didn't feel like any different because there they all speak English, so there's no language barrier or anything okay. like that. Um, so they you don't they don't know if you're a tourist or not. I mean, you obviously don't use a – I don't use an accent, but I don't feel like they – Oh, they know. They know, but they don't, <laughs> they're not judging you on it. Okay, you know gotcha, I mean? gotcha. Um. And then I was actually a little they, – they, obviously, they add the service charge there or, or abroad. Um, but it wasn't crazy. I thought it would be like 15% or something like that. It was only 10%. Um, okay. That's interesting. I thought so, it was built in. Yeah, it is. It's built in on the check. It's, okay, it's a 10% but, service charge. Okay. Um, so my, my ignorance was that I thought that it was built in as far as the price of the food items – no, and no, and there's a service charge on every check. Okay, um, gotcha. So it's the equivalent of gratuities included. Yes. Oh. Um. Yeah, on every check there's a service charge in every restaurant I went to. Okay. Um, in London and Paris, I believe they were both ten percent, and then in Venice it was twelve percent. Okay. Um, I left a little extra just to kind of you know because we we do this for a living, so I left a little extra at each place I went to. Okay. Nothing crazy because it was already included, and then uh, in the food I felt was a little. Certain places were a little more expensive than it should have been. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe it is included in the price plus the service charge. You know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, their service people make they get more. paid hourly. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think they they also I think they they include that service charge so they can make sure they meet their quota and they meet their quota on their food and everything else. Understood. Um, which makes sense to me because uh, the food wasn't outrageously priced. You know what I mean? But it wasn't. When you broke it down, you know, certain places was like, oh, that's a little high, but you know, it wasn't bad. And nothing mm-hmm. was ever like, oh, I wouldn't pay that. You know what I mean? Because you would pay that here. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, for quality for food, um, portion size, uh, I noticed is just a little bit smaller, but manageable. Like you're full, but you're not. 
<laughs> you're not just like sitting in your chair like you're holding your stomach like I feel like when you leave an American restaurant you're just like either you have leftovers or true, true. or you're full you got two gills. meals yeah you know what I mean <laughs> um, there they give you what would be instead of two meals would be like one and a half I guess you could say gotcha. like it's not well at least the, the Chinese restaurant was like that um, where they you know it was because the Chinese restaurant you're always going to get a little bit larger portion I feel like than most places mm-hmm. naturally but it wasn't overwhelming. It was good. Um, we ate everything, uh, but we left happy and satisfied, and not like, oh, I can't walk to the train station. <laughs> okay. So from London, your next stop was Paris, correct? Yes. Okay. So you're in Paris. You're, uh, although not service. How'd you find the uh, the grocery stores over there? How'd I find them? Yeah. Ah. Uh, like- just kind of you kind of walk right into them it's kind of i mean they're not no not necessarily how, how did you find them as in navigate to them how, how did you experience them oh because um, the grocery stores here are very expansive yeah and uh they're not as big but you know what they are you know i mean mm-hmm. you walk in you know it's a grocery store um and it's more like a uh i'm trying to think of this like you're you from the city right mm-hmm. so you know how like C-Town and stuff like that like a smaller grocery store like in New York City like bigger than a corner store but not quite as big as like a Publix or a Giant or any of those like you know major grocery chains um, so it's not as deep you know what I mean but it's not as all encompassing yeah uh, so but it has I find like larger cities they have uh, you have the butcher shop the bread shop exactly the grocery store has all the canned goods and the this and that mm-hmm. Now they had everything though. I mean, they had like a small, you know, butcher area, like okay. a small where they cut the meat and the stuff like that. I mean, they had it, but just on a smaller scale. Okay. Um, yeah. And, we, and when you went in, it was a little. I had to bring Google Translator with me because I didn't know what certain stuff was. Because this is now I'm in Paris and okay. they don't speak English. Understood. I mean, they do, but they don't. You know, everybody mm-hmm. speaks English everywhere, but I'm, I'm not everywhere. But everywhere I went, everybody spoke English. Understood. There's always somebody there, but for the most part, most of them didn't. Um. But it wasn't hard to find like a manager or somebody who spoke English. It was fine. So if I had a question, they could answer my question for me. So when you finally went to, not finally, but when you went to dinner, was it more towards the, the beginning, middle, or the end of your time in Paris? Um, It was right in the middle. Uh, second day, okay. we, we went and saw the Eiffel Tower, and we ate right by the Eiffel Tower. Nice. And this nice little bistro, we were, it was overlooking the Eiffel Tower. It's beautiful. Do you um, feel like it was a tourist trappy? Um... There was a place across the street that I felt was more of a tourist trap. Okay. Um, I chose the kind of off, like it was little, it was cute, it was quaint, um, and I had, I there was like three places. There was one, and it was packed, and I saw why it was packed, but so we go, we try to go to the place that was packed first, because you always want to go where people are sitting at. You know? True, true. Um, we tried to go there, but the guy was rude, so I was like, no, we're just going to go across. <laughs> so, so tell me about that. Uh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, we went and asked for a table, and he just didn't acknowledge us. And he didn't like say, "Hey, there's a wait or anything." And then when he came back over, he was, "Oh, there's," you know, he finally came back, but he was rude when he talked about the wait. So he was like, "All right." I didn't know if it was just a color thing or what it was. Just the tip of the iceberg, either way. Yeah. So I just kind of left. Um, there were some people behind us, and he kind of talked to the people behind us. That's why I wasn't mm. sure if it was a, if they weren't sure if we could pay for our meal, <laughs> if it was being discriminate. But I wasn't. I wasn't trying to. I was hoping that it wasn't that, so I just kind of let it go. But they did 
speak to they they overlooked us and spoke to the people behind us like you know like our money wasn't green or whatever the hell color it is over there <laughs> gotcha 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 um so we went to this little uh across the street, like eyesight i can see it across the street there was another little beach show same kind of idea we went and looked at their menu and it was a little bit more affordable mm-hmm. um and the food was excellent they had this little uh they do a lot of things where they have like all the courses included where you get a starter uh, a meal okay. and then the um and then uh dessert and then dessert and so we did that and it was per- and it included a glass of wine it was perfect it was like 19 euros or something like that uh per person perfect it was amazing everything was included it was amazing the meal was amazing what uh, about the um the table size and the proximity to uh, uh, other tables do you find it smaller cramped or just the same it's they're a little bit what we set up was outside mm-hmm. um they only had like eight tables out there and we had to put there's four of us so they, they were built for two people Understood. and you push two together and it was for four people gotcha. so it was pretty easy it was simple they weren't too tiny i mean they were probably two feet by two feet Okay. Uh, which is pretty standard, I feel like now, if you're going to have a two-top. Um, not, they weren't, they weren't too big, obviously. Mm-hmm. But outside, I feel like you're going to have a little, you're going to have a little less room anyways, because it's, you know, your corner side. You're on the sidewalk kind of thing. They have like a little niche, but it's still a corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then uh, inside, the tables were round and they were bigger. I noticed that, which is fine, which makes a sense too, because you have a little more room to kind of, but we sat outside. We wanted to sit and see the see the Eiffel Tower. Um, that was really cool. The meal was excellent. That was probably one of my best meals out. I think I had a, uh, I had this. What was it? It was a. It wasn't a bolognese. It was like a. It was a steak, but it was over pasta. But it was delicious. It was really good. Nice. Um, and they start. You start off with a salad. The salad was great. Uh, and what, what was the demeanor of the server? Server was good. Um, like like I said, just a little slower service. But he waited for us to order our food. Like he came by first initially. We told him we wanted to drink. Then he came back. He took our order. Um, food came out like it should. No, no. He probably popped by maybe twice, which is fine. That's that's me. That's kind of normal. You know, you pop by when the food comes out, and then. Do you get the sense that they of how many tables they 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 have? He looked like he had maybe four or five tables. Okay, standard. Yeah. Um, like I said, the place wasn't super busy, but when we had sat down, it was starting to be that time of the night. Okay. So they 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 filled up. Um, because like I said, the place across the street was packed mm-hmm. where the guy was rude at, and then, but uh, it was still cool. Like. It was perfect. It was just the right amount of food. Um, dessert was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do like they they take their time between courses, no problem. Like we ate the salad, waited like ten minutes. The food came out. Waited after we finished our food. Um, they wait till everybody's done, then they clear you off. Um, yes, which is fine. Uh, that's a that's a big difference in in the etiquette. Yeah, for for particular Europe I'm, I'm not 100% uh, like South America or mm-hmm. the countries um, wait till the last person's done you take the whole thing so that ends up translating into maybe be, be perceived as being rushed when they're here mm-hmm. or giving bad service when they're here and it's important to know that uh, our goal in the US is to clear a plate when it's not being used yes so I find 
you know, in our restaurant, we wait on a lot of, you know, people from abroad. Mm -hmm. It's a mixed bag to try to. Yeah. And, and, but the good thing is if you, I always try to ask when I'm here, you know what I mean? Do you mind if I clear that? And then they'll either tell you yes or no, or they'll touch their plate and be like, you know, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) I, I tend to take the plate and let them know, let the rest of the party know I'm not rushing you. I'm just giving you a little elbow room. Mm -hmm. Or if I notice that the plate is pushed, uh, then I'll definitely take it. Yeah. But if it's sitting in front of them and they seem engaged, I I, I, I generally end up leaving it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I do the same. So did you have dessert in Paris? Yeah, I had the, they, they, they gave you an option between uh, right, an ice right. cream or a tart, and I had the tart, and the tart was amazing. Um, my daughter had the ice cream. She didn't, she didn't like it, and she loves vanilla ice cream. She didn't dislike it. She ate most of it, but she didn't like I and I can feel like there was like a there was like a hint of what's the word? Um even my mom tasted it, but she tasted it. She goes, I see what you're talking about. It wasn't like a true vanilla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was something in it that kinda threw it off. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what the ingredient was, but I and I knew it at the time. I just can't think of it at the top of my head with the word we have said for it, because but uh so I understood why she didn't like it. Yeah. Um, Plus, it could also be the mouthfeel, the texture, um, maybe not as creamy or you know. No, it was. I don't. It just it had like a weirder, like a different kind of taste. Like the aftertaste was a little bit different. Maybe it was vanilla extract instead of vanilla bean. Maybe, maybe. All right. So then we finish up the uh, your trip with. Uh, Venice. Yes. Awesome. All Venice right. Great. This, I, this I'm definitely <clears throat> interested in. Venice was awesome. You know, Venice is on the water. It's beautiful. It's very relaxing. Uh, um, Italians, they get it right. I like. I like. I liked Italy. Probably one of the. It was my favorite relaxation spot. Mm-hmm. You know, Paris and London, they're cities. Um, not that Venice wasn't, but it's not. You know, what I mean, it wasn't. It's not like it's the hustle and bustle of like what what Rome would be. Okay. Which I would compare to more like, you know. Paris and, and, and London. Okay. Um, Venice is on the water, very almost like here. We live in Fort Lauderdale for people that don't know, um, where you're on the water and you're very intergaged. Uh, by there, you have to get everywhere by water, though. <laughs> Got you. <clears throat> there is no, you're not landlocked at all by any means. <laughs> you take a bus from land, from the airport, you take a bus, or you can even take a water boat all the I mean, a water bus all the way to where you're staying at. Okay. But you're nowhere you know the land is the land and then once you're in Venice it's all water <clears throat> um but there we sat down um found this little place it was right actually we went to the grocery store and I saw this place and it was cute and they had this little uh just nice every place I try to go to was like mom and pop I like mom and pop places I like to give business to the local people and I don't like any like chain kind of thing okay. which there wasn't much of anyways there anyways of how I felt I didn't see like a name twice anywhere like when I went to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so we go in and the gentleman was very accommodating, greatest at the door, let us in. Uh, they had a great deal as well. We did the whole three course thing there. Um, it was actually even cheaper than Paris. Um, it was, uh, you got a choice between, you got a glass of wine, you got a salad. No, you got a glass of wine, you got a, a pasta starter was your starter instead of like a salad or something That's like interesting. That. Yeah. You got to choose between three different pastas and then they had um, your entree came with a salad. Boom. So, um, 
Soup to nuts, all included. Yeah, and then they had coffee, but I don't think we stayed for that. Like that was there, there wasn't dessert, but there was coffee in the mm-hmm. as a part of it. So we all got the wine. Well, everybody that was allowed to, um, <laughs> and then uh, I got the. Uh, they had a bolognese, spaghetti bolognese. It was amazing. My mom and my uh, my mom, my stepdad, and my daughter all got. They just had like a regular spaghetti with, with tomato sauce, which was great too. I tried it. Um, so we had that. And that was great. I thought, actually, I thought it should have been the other way around because when we got the food, the, the portion was a little bit smaller than I liked on the din- the entree. Okay. Um, I'm granted the pasta had filled us up a little bit, which was good. And then uh, you got like an option. They gave you like a meat, which we all, I got chicken, and um, they all everybody got chicken, but they got grilled chicken. I got like a chicken milanese, so like a little. It was like fried, but it was small, just one little breast. It wasn't like a I was expecting maybe like a rotisserie style or something like that, mm-hmm. like a half, like a quarter chicken, something that was a little more substantial, um, at least for the other people who got the grilled. Uh, and it had a small salad, but they don't um, use dressing there. It's just oil and vinegar. Gotcha. Um, no, like I... <laughs> I'm down with that. I, yeah, it was fine. Sometimes I don't even use uh, dressing at all. I just eat so I had to, salad. So I had to make my own dressing, um, but I had asked the waiter if they had like a vinaigrette. He didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> it's a made-up American word. Yeah, he thought I had made, exactly. I'm like, yo, I go, do you have like an Italian? I go, oh, I, you did not, I you did, did not, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> I had caught myself before I said Italian dressing. Okay, thank God. <laughs> you're not about to go to Russia and ask him for Russian dressing. <laughs> Oh no, that's awesome. Uh, so I asked for a vinaigrette. I was like, do you have, you know, I guess you have like a, he goes, what's that? So I show him on my phone what the vinaigrette is or whatever, like mm-hmm. the idea of it. Um, he goes, he kind of looked at me like I was crazy after that. <laughs> but it was cool. So I made a salad and everything. Um, and uh, we ate, and like I said, you leave, always leave in a comfortable place. You're never too full. Understood. Which was fine. Um, and then the f- so yeah, I had a great experience. I mean, I tipped extra there too. I tipped extra at every place, but I probably tipped the most there. And they had twelve percent gratuity, twelve uh, percent service charge. But I still left. I made their check like twenty two percent because I like the it just I like the overall demeanor of the place. When I walked in, the guy was very engaging. Like he grabbed us off the street, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. He showed us their specials, and then we all sat down. I said, "Hey, well." He's like, give me a minute. I got a table for you. Awesome. Um, oh, I went to another. Where did we go? Was that London? No, no, no. That was, yeah, that was London. So we went to two. I also went to a regular restaurant. I went to two places in London. You um, holding out on me. Yeah, I forgot about this place. But I, <laughs> and it was delicious, too. It was one of my best meals. Uh, we went to an Italian place in London. Okay. Um, pizza, or but we didn't have pizza. But we, they had pizza, pasta, all that kind of stuff. Traditional Italian food, but it, it was right by uh, um, the British Museum. Nice. Um, so we, we ate there, um, and there was a wait to get in that place. Um, a small, small, cute family mom and pop place. We went and sat down there, and uh, we had a great meal. Um, my daughter ended up getting a pizza. She murdered it. Uh, well, also, you end up going to one place that's service-oriented. You went to the Buck's Head where my cousin DJ. Yes, I did. So I've also been there. 
and I was a little disjointed with two things with the method of payment and not not only not having to tip not being able to tip but I tipped there I yeah yeah okay so here's what happened I ordered my drink and uh, I noticed right away that they don't use ice as much as yeah, we do. Yeah, not even close. It's like ice is kind of like a hint of ice. Yeah. Or or like a whisper or, or a drive-through of ice. They, like alcohol murders ice big time. Yes. And I so that that really takes away from the proportion of mixer and alcohol and the ice is a major part in my opinion of the recipe of uh even if it's just a a gin and tonic yes no it helps so i noticed that and then uh drinks a little bit warmer there (laughs) drinks a little bit warmer there (laughs) so you tend to pay after every drink yes and uh so I'm, i'm thinking hey i'm gonna be here Run a tab, yeah. Yeah, run a tab. Hold on to that. So he's giving me this uh, little, you know, the portable credit card machine thing, and I'm looking at it, and it's like, okay, where where's the part for the tip? And uh, you know, and I, I say, hey, I want to tip you, and he's like looking at me, like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, well, it's not. So I ended up having to make sure I have cash. You had a tip. So I have the cash and they're on. They're gone to somebody else. So I'm when I say I couldn't even tip, I mean I did. I just leave it on the bar, but just hey. You want them to acknowledge that you gave them a tip? Yes. Not because uh you, you know there's some benevolence that I, you know I need. It's just an exchange that mm-hmm. happens, an acknowledgement, and that's it. Yeah. You know? So I, I found that to be uh definitely one major difference. Yes, and this so for anybody who's abroad, okay, their shots aren't like our shots. They use, <laughs> okay, we, it's an ounce and a quarter in the States, okay, for a shot. Wait, but to be fair, even it's not uniform in the States because here in South Florida, a shot is a drink. Yeah. Or, it's, or, a, but, right, so it's a three gulper. We're, we're going to stay with uniform though because I, I, I went to two bars. I went to a bar in London okay. and I went to a bar in Venice. Okay. I'm going to tell you the difference between the two. So, they have this little, I don't know what it is, but it wasn't a shot, okay? It was like, well, what, what do they use there? Uh, liters, right? That's sure. Like the metric, whatever. Okay, at that so point, it's it was, milliliters. Yeah, milliters for a shot. So, I don't know how many milliliters, maybe like a... So, they use a, uh, like a measure to yeah, they a use jigger like, or use, something. Yeah, they use a small jigger, but the jigger, I could tell, wasn't like our shot jigger. Oh, no, it's... It was it was like a thimble. What was it a shot of? <laughs> oh no, it's like legit in New York. Well, Buffalo anyway, where I, I the shots there come in thimbles, and it is you know when when somebody says I did eight shots, you can believe them. <laughs> it's not the same, but continue. So yeah, they pour the shot in, and I'm actually there with my stepdad. He's like, "This drink is so weak." I go, "I saw her pour it." I go, "She she poured what she was supposed to pour." But they were weak. I mean, they weren't as strong, which was fine. It was what it was. Um, and uh, now I know why they drink all day. Yeah, now I understand. Because <laughs> I even noticed, like the the they had all these craft beers, and the alcohol content was like 
that of like a Michelob Ultra. Yo, I'm telling you, I noticed that when I was drinking there and I drank beer and I drank liquor, it was, I would be finished if uh, if I were home. Yeah. Finished. Uh, the same amount of alcohol, well, the same amount of drinks, not the same amount of alcohol, same amount of drinks at home. Yeah. I would have been done. Okay. <laughs> I had to, uh, I was doing my stepdad. I had to give him doubles of straight drinks on the, on the rocks, so just so he got a little intoxicated. <laughs> and even the doubles are weird. Oh yeah, they were. And that was in London. So I'm gonna talk about Venice. So we go to Venice. Okay, so hold on. Let me let me wrap up on London. So I'm not sure if you experienced this part of it. Uh, at the end of the night, and I've been to maybe four or five different bars in London when I was there. They kick you the hell out. I didn't. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I didn't experience that. Okay, I know why you didn't experience that, <laughs> but I saw them kick other people, people out. out. Yes, they do. Like they're like they. There's a guy with an armband, look like a, a referee or a, <laughs> <laughs> or, or a security guard. That it doesn't seem to necessarily work for the bar. Yeah, which it's is like very a cop strange. The door. Yeah, almost like a cop outside the door, and he walks in. And he's damn near pulling your drink out of your hand, saying, closing time, got to go. And you're like, hey, man, you just sold me this drink five minutes ago. And I've seen that time and time and time (laughs) in London. They will kick you out after that clock strikes, whatever it is that closes. So, And they close super early in London, okay? Oh, my God. You got to go to an after-hour spot. One o'clock. And it's game over. I'm like, so I'm not even used to that. Okay? It was just game. It was one o'clock and it was like, yeah, we're closed. I was like, what? And you have to go to an after hour spot, which we did. So and- when I was in London, I, I was like I said, I was with his cousin um, and he was the DJ. And so we got to stay in the spot. We got to see everybody get kicked out. And we got to hang out for like another hour or so before we had to leave, which was great. It was awesome. It felt but like- it was jarring how rude they were. Oh, <laughs> it was very jarring. I even said something to him. I said, you, you can't treat people like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're used to it, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I mean, girls, guys, didn't matter. But I noticed they, they're a little hammered, though. Yeah, like the people when I was walking down the street like 1 o'clock, they were hammered. They were drinking all day. Because <laughs> they, they pregame, Bree. Like when I was on the underground – I saw girls with bottles of wine in their purse, <laughs> like the strongest pregame ever. And it, it wasn't, I, I noticed a lot of that. Yeah. They, 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 they stop off at the store and they'll have their, their long coat on and it's laced up with booze, man. So <laughs> that's classic. Yeah. They're, they're running through the tape. Now the difference now, so now I'm in Venice, right? Okay. I go out on a Friday night. Yeah, it was definitely Friday night. I wanted to go to the casino. So I find the casino, and it's a good 20-minute walk from my hotel. Mm-hmm. I walk all the way there, and I can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me in because I didn't have long long pants on. And I had to so tell I was like – and they had closed it like – they closed at 3. It was already like 1 o'clock. Well, it took me like actually 30, 40 minutes to find it. Once I figured out where it was at, it was only like a 20-minute walk back. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, Finding it took forever because I went the wrong way, then I go the right way, and then I'm walking forever. And it wasn't that long of a walk, but when you don't know where you're going and you think you're looking for something, you keep stopping and you're looking around so you don't know where you're at. Yeah. And Venice has a lot of – I'm not going to lie to you guys. Venice is a little intimidating at night, okay? (laughs) There's a lot of dark alleys, okay, in this little (laughs) island city thing. And it's like – 
dark alleys. Like you're walking and there's an alley and it's a legit alley, not like some, you know, you got a little bit of space. You're talking four feet wall to wall. Like, wow. You know, you can't even put your arms all the way straight out. It's an alley. Wow. Yeah. Okay? That's in the cut. And they're everywhere. Mm. Anybody could pop out like some Jack the Ripper kind of stuff. Hell okay? yeah. Um, and throw you right in the river. <laughs> You'd be a memory. <laughs> uh, so that was a little, you know, that was a little scary, but it wasn't bad. But, you know, you kind of walk and you kind of see a drunk person. You're like, I need to you know, be on my, you, you should be on your guard, which mm-hmm. is fine. And then so on my way there, I find this, I see this little bar and I, but I keep going to the casino because I want to go and then I get there and they tell me I can't get in. I was like, oh, so I try another entrance because I see people walking out of this entrance. The guy had shorts on. So I try another entrance. The guy almost lets me in. He goes, oh, you have shorts on. You can't come in. Whatever. I was like, all right. I guess it just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. So I go to this little bar, and there, it's a little jazz-infused bar. They got, like, YouTube jazz, like, old jazz on and stuff like that, which was cool. It was very hipsterish, um, but the guy free poured. My drink there was delicious, mm. okay? It was like being at home. It was it was a solid pour. You tasted everything. Um, like, he used ice, but still not to the extent that we use ice. But <laughs> they used ice. It was, it was a normal... A normal scoop, but like about a half a glass of ice, but it was still good. Yeah. I stood there for a couple of drinks, kind of just took all the scenery, and then I went home. But I enjoyed the, the atmosphere there. It was, like I said, it was very, uh, I could see why people, like, why it was a late night spot. It was it was very young and hip, and people were chilling, and they just Good kinda, vibe. Yeah, it was a great vibe. I just kind of said the bar, and it was a small bar, and everything else had tables. So you had servers at the tables, and they had the bar, but the bartender was mad cool. And I, I didn't want to go to a table because I didn't want to get, like, an, an unnormal pour. Like, yeah, I had saw how he was pouring for me. So I didn't want to get, like, a normal pour. I'd rather get the yeah. the, the bartender pour. <laughs> Good stuff, man. I enjoyed it. Thank you for taking us through your uh, through your Europe trip. Well, abbreviated Europe trip. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, look forward to the next time we travel. We are going – we'll do some series – from everywhere we go, I will be in uh, Texas, in uh, Shiner, Texas in November. Uh, Danny and I and some others will be in Las Vegas. Yeah. So we will do a podcast from Las Vegas and uh, work out the logistics there and bring you some fun things. And I'll be in New York, but I'm not sure if I'll be going out. I'll be going to a bar mitzvah and I'm w- be with my daughter. So uh, there'll be probably no partying for me. So thank you all for listening. Give us a like, subscribe, and see you next time on The Modern Waiter. Like, damn, like, we go again with a wind. I'm spinning for the men's and them hands and them haters. Like, damn, like, damn. God, dudes ain't all that. With them hot ass lyrics and them dope ass tracks. Like, damn, like, damn. Like, damn. Like, damn. Lean back with fire on the track, you know we'll see stacks. Beats like cracks, keep flipping like G packs. Quick stash shit, the streets they need that. He's rap, that's what they say in a me black. What you gonna do? Got beat, let he clap. Smack back, fake as a rap, and they rap. Take back, wake the lies that get jacked. Rap crack, that's what BM is just packed. Put it in the stores on the net and phone taps. That's that, all done, story is rope jack. Watch Vince Vega to save your throwback.
quick, slow down, I fucking don't hold back I know I told y'all the next 10 is all black Back to back, hits in the flows is all that 